What can one say about President Johnson's gesture of renunciation, of refusing to run for the presidency? One may regard it as melodrama or as farce with equal validity. If it were fiction, one would say it is bad, improbable melodrama. One would say that no responsible statesman would announce such a momentous decision in such a manner, that he would not spring it on the country as a surprise, like a ham actor playing to a bored gallery. But this was not fiction. It was reality. The reality of today. The spectacle of the president of the greatest country on earth announcing a decision that might affect the life of every human being in the world. A president concerned with the fact that the news had not leaked out, his manner suggesting pleasure in some thought such as I stunned them, didn't I? It is impossible to tell what President Johnson's future plans and intentions really are. But, for the moment, what are we now left with in the Democratic Party? The Senators Eugene McCarthy and Robert Kennedy. Both these gentlemen have recently written guest columns for the New York Times expressing their spiritual, intellectual positions. And they did express it very eloquently, if you know how to read between the lines. Boys and Bobby Hart wonder what she's doing while the monkeys are singing for Valerie. Simon says, take it down to Lulu's. You're gonna feel yummy, 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 yummy. Give me more, more, more of that bubblegum music. Makes me feel so good. You know I never wanna lose it. Let me dance, dance, dance to that The Grateful Dead just leave me cold And Herbie Albert makes me feel too old I can groove to the rhythm and blues But if I had to choose If I had to choose If I had to choose Yeah, 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 yeah More, more, more of that bubblegum music Makes me feel so good You know I never wanna lose it Let me dance, dance, dance 
bells ring out softly from a hill of vanilla fudge cream. I enjoy being a boy in love with Aquela flor na minha mão 
eu sorri, 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 sorri da minha sorte, sorte, sorte de ter ficado essa flor.
Pope Paul washed the war, wished the world true peace and true happiness in contrast to mere pleasure and dolce vita in his Christmas message to the city and the world today. Too often the pontiff said, modern man confuses happiness with a frenzy of happiness, of intensity, of enjoyment, or of carefree living. Dolce Vita, the title of the famous Italian film in the Pope's Italian text. And with mere pleasure, satiety of earthly fulfillment, a hedonistic well-being. In other words, a frenzy of happiness, of intensity, of enjoyment, of carefree living is evil. Man should not aim at earthly fulfillment, nor even at well-being. Man should not seek happiness on earth. He should sacrifice himself. Who then sh should enjoy the product of his earthly effort? Well, of course, those who have not achieved it. Should they rise and be able to achieve, they will no longer be entitled to any earthly fulfillment. We should all strive, struggle, sacrifice, and perish, but never enjoy our life on earth. This is a very ancient and very profound philosophical line. I'm looking at you you're looking at me Between us it's so, so easy to see We were made for each other, girl We were made for each other Between us Love has begun Between us Two hearts are one Between us Nothing can
I've seen lovers flying through the air hand in hand I've seen babies dancing in the midnight sun And I've seen dreams that came from the heavenly skies above I've seen old men crying at their own gravesides And I've seen pigs out sitting watching picture slides But I, I 
never seen nothing like you. Do you, do you want my love? Come on now. Do you, do you want my face? Fiona, do you, do you want my mind? I'm saying, do you, do you want my love? Heard your crowd singing out of tune as they Sat and sang old Lang Syne by the light of the moon And I heard, heard a preacher banging on a drum And I heard the police singing with their guns But I, I, never heard nothing like you
fellow citizens which Americans now fear. Our remote enemies are the communists, the bloc of communist countries which has openly announced that they intend to conquer the world and which in the years since World War II have been steadily enlarging their conquest of the world and have been gaining victories with our silent sanction by default. Is this what we are not supposed to fear? If you see a horde of savages advancing upon you, who have previously announced that they intend to exterminate and enslave you, wouldn't you, in reason, be justified in feeling fear? Not the fear of cowardice, but the realization of the danger and the necessity of taking action against it. And if you see among your fellow citizens men who openly declare that their allegiance belongs to that savage horde, that they are communists or fellow travelers or sympathizers of communism, and they intend to enslave the rest of us, isn't that cause for feeling fear? Again, not the fear of cowardice, but the rational fear of realizing that one is up against a deadly enemy and that the battle is serious, that it is not to be solved by hope and trust, but by clear policy and a consistent philosophy, including a morality that opposes.
President Johnson speaks of a mood of, restle of restlessness. Cabinet officers and commentators, poets and protesters tell us that America is deep in a malaise of the spirit, discouraging initiative, paralyzing will and action. We have fought great wars, made unprecedented sacrifices at home and abroad, made prodigious efforts to achieve personal and national wealth. Yet we ourselves are uncertain of what we have achieved and whether we like it. Our gross national product now soars over 800 billion a year. Yet the gross national product does not allow for the well health of our youth, the quality of their education, or the joy of their play. It does not include the beauty of our poetry or the strength of our marriages, the intelligence of our public debate or the integrity of our public officials. It measures neither our wit nor our courage, neither our wisdom nor our learning, neither our compassion nor our devotion to country. It measures everything in short, except that which makes life worthwhile. And it can tell us everything about America, except why we are proud to be Americans. I should like to state at this point that it does tell me why I am proud to be an American, as it should be clear to everyone who knows where American achievement comes from and what enormous spiritual, intellectual heroism it represents. Material wealth is not achieved by brute force. It is achieved by human intelligence. It is achieved by the thought and labor of free men. Men living in a free country. Men who are not... You might wake up some morning To the sound of something moving past your window in the wind And if you're quick enough to rise You'll catch the fleeting glimpse of someone's fading shadow Out on the new horizon You may see the floating motion of a distant pair of wings and if the sleep has left your ears You might hear footsteps running through an open meadow Don't be concerned It will not harm you It's only me pursuing something I'm not sure of Across my dreams With nets of wonder I chase a bright elusive butterfly of love you might have heard my footsteps Echo softly in the distance Through the canyons of your mind I might have even called your name As I ran searching after something to believe in You might have seen me running Through the long abandoned ruins Of the dreams you left behind 
If you remember something there that glided past you Follow close by heavy breathing Don't be concerned, it will not harm you It's only me pursuing something I'm not sure of But drop my dream with nets of wonder I chase the bright illusion butterfly of love
Ring the bells, shout out, tell the world I'm in
of October 7, 1967, reported the following, quote, Ministers warned that unless the churches offered biblically sanctioned supernatural experiences, people would increasingly turn to spiritualist practices or drugs such as LSD for a sense of relief from mundane existence. Young people today are simply craving for visions, the Reverend David Duplessis told the conference in the Statler Hilton Hotel, so they turned to LSD in order to get a trip out of the bondage to human limitations. They are participants in what is broadly termed the charismatic movement, which emphasizes supernatural manifestations such as praying in unknown tongues, unpremeditated prophecy, said to be uh, utter, utterance inspired by the Holy Spirit, and healing, all reputedly common in the ancient Christian church. Close quote. This is how modern the modern movement is. One can quite agree with this last statement. The choice is between mystical, supernatural faith or LSD, except that it is truly not much of a choice. Both phenomena belong to the same side, to the rebellion against man's mind. This is what is offered to the use of today as a new modern, progressive, rebellious trend. If it is a rebellion, it is a rebellion against men and against man's mind. It is the blind alley, the dead end of altruism, collectivism, and mysticism in the modern world. Time
That's all.